Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. Welcome to another episode. And I'm excited to dive into this episode because I am sharing a really personal thing. This is like a vulnerable episode. And I'm going to try to keep it short. So my new thing is going to be trying to have shorter episodes. So wish me luck because it's really hard for me to do a short episode. Okay. So what I want to talk about today and like why I want to talk about this was I'm talking about the, like I've talked about on the podcast before that I'm writing a business book. And this has been something that I've been working on. (laughs) Sorry for my dog shaking. I've been working on this for over a year and it just feels like it's it feels like it's been a long time. It feels like this has been a process. <laughs> um, and not like always a rosy colored, like it's so easy writing a book. Um, no, it's not been like that at all. And I think it's really important for me to share. I share a lot of things that work and that I've done and that I help other people do. And you know, I don't want things to always sound like they're easy because they're not. And for me, this has been the hardest thing that I've worked on by far. Like the thing that I've worked on that has made me have more goddamn self-doubt, that has made me want to pull my hair out, that has made me cry out of frustration. And I think it's important to share these things. So I'm going to just take take away the curtains, take you behind the scene with me, and talk about the three challenges that I've really encountered writing a business book. And while you might say, well, I don't care about writing a business book, why should I listen to this episode? You know, you should listen to the episode because one, if you ever want to write a business book, I really want you to hear the three things I'm going to talk about because you might encounter them too. And while listening to someone else talk about their journey doesn't always mean it's going to suddenly like make yours any easier. But I think it's important to always know that like you're not alone. You're not alone. And I know I'm not alone either. And I have had someone that I can vent to during this process. And I'll talk about that in a minute. And that has been really helpful for me just to have one person who I'm like, okay, you're also going to start writing the business book thing as well. And so we sort of became accountability buddies in some way. So Let's just dive right into it. I'm going to try my hardest to make this a short episode. Uh, I asked you guys, tell me if you like short episodes or not. And I've gotten quite a bit of people, feedback from people saying that they 
actually like short episodes. So it's pretty hard for me to do a short one, but I'm going to try to stay on track. So let's let's see how I do. Okay. So the reason I want to share these three things is because I'm at the end of the business book writing journey. So I've the writing is done. I finished officially two days ago. This is April of 2023. I'm going to love to look back at this episode and be like, oh my God, that's so funny. Like you, you talk, you did a podcast about finishing the writing of your fucking book, but it's been such a process for me. And I'm not doing an episode to talk about how I finished the writing. It is to talk about the struggles that I faced with this. But what happened is, is two weeks ago, I kind of had like a mental breakdown over this book. I'm just going to be honest with you. I had a bit of a breakdown and (laughs) thank God it happened during the week where I like I don't have calls with people. So I try to block off my calendar for at least one week out of the month where like I literally don't have to talk to people. And I don't mean that in a rude way. It's just my energy just gets really depleted from always talking. I'm always on. I'm always doing this and this and this. And I need times when I just don't have to talk to people. I don't have to do calls. I don't have to show up for things. I don't have to put on makeup. I can just, I can do whatever I need to do. If that's do more walking, do more dog walks, if it's like whatever I need to do. So I, yeah, it was not a good week. And what happened was, so I was supposed to finish the writing part of this book back in August, August of 2022, okay? And then it was gonna be November of 2022. And then it was January of 2023. And I did finish the bulk of the writing in, I don't even know if it was February, maybe it was like February. And then I sent it off to my first, this first editor that I found on Fiverr. And she gave the edits back to me. And then I found another editor after that because I thought, you know what? I think I want to have one more set of eyes on this. Sent it to her. She sent it back to me. And then the next step was sending it to a book formatter. And what the formatter does is take your like manuscript and just neaten it up. So she's not going to fix any of my like writing, but she's going to make it look more like a book format. So when you open up a book, you know, the right things are on the right pages. You have chapter one and it's like a nice indent, things like that. So that's what a formatter will do. And I sent it to the formatter and she sent it back to me. And that's when the mental breakdown started (laughs) because I looked at it and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, shit, shit. It for some reason, when you take something in like a Google Doc and then you transform it into a PDF, it just looks it looks different. You spot more errors. You spot spot more things that don't look good. So between the font that she used and the awful things that happened, <laughs> it was not good. So like, okay, here's just a quick backstory because this is part of like my challenge. But I just want to share why this episode has sort of come about because I think this is a normal thing and I always want to normalize the hard parts of your business because it's normal. It's not normal when you launch your business and you suddenly are like, oh, I made a TikTok video and I went viral and now I'm selling 100 t-shirts every single day. Like that's not fucking normal, okay? It's not normal. And honestly, if that happens to you, guess what happens? You actually don't learn how to grow your business. You get hit with you get hit with some luck. And then all of a sudden, when the TikTok algorithm changes or TikTok gets banned or your TikTok account gets shut off, 
you have no fucking idea how to grow your business. And I don't want that for you. So be grateful for the slow and steady race because you're learning how to do things. And I don't, I want you to not forget that. Anyway, so um, the book formatter gives it back to me and I'm going through the book and I'm just like, this is not, there's so many things that are not right here. And a lot of it was just the formatting. Like, for example, like headers and subheaders. In a book, like you see this, the header is like what the next bunch of pages will be about or like the next bunch of paragraphs will be about. And then there might be a subheader underneath that somewhere. So anyway, so like, for example, like the subheaders and headers like would have periods. There would be inconsistency. One would have uh, capitalization and then another one wouldn't have capitalization. And then some of them would have periods at the end. And I was just like, what in the holy hell? And I literally like freaked out. And so I tried to send her edits back and I mocked up an entire PDF of all the changes that had to be done, like remove this period. Why is this thing not capitalized? This spacing is off. And she fucking couldn't open the PDF. And it took me like two hours to do it. So when she messaged me back saying that she wasn't able to open the P, like she wasn't able to see any of my changes, that's really when it just like kind of hit me like a brick and I just like freaked out. Like I did not handle that well. I didn't like freak out at her. I just freaked out internally. And I just like, I was like paralyzed with what do I do? I don't know what to do right now. She's waiting for me to pay her for this service. The service is not right because I didn't, I didn't do enough on my end to make sure those like stupid headers didn't have periods. And it's because I've never done this before. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And there's so much that I can unpack with that one thing that I just said. Like I didn't, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you're doing that's wrong because you haven't fucking done it before. And anyway, so then I got really pissed off that she couldn't open the PDF. And I was like, okay. And I just said to her, like, look, there's a lot of things in here that need to be fixed. And so she got really pissed off with me. And she was basically like, you should have given me the manuscript completely done and you know, I need to charge you more money if I need to make changes. And I was like, well, there's a lot of changes. I was like, does it make sense for me to make changes on my end and then just send it back to you? And she was like, yes, that makes sense. But you have to pay for it. You have to, you know, I'm charging you again, except I'll give you a discount. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay, that's okay. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's only $100. Let's do it. And, 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 and then I was like, then I went back and made the changes. I fixed things. And then as I was making the changes, and there's a positive twist to this, and I'm going to dive into the three things, but I'm going to keep it short, I promise. So the twist here is that by going through and by going through all those, like getting it from the formatter and then having to go through and change like little mistakes that I made, I was able to because I had taken a break at that point. I had taken maybe a month off from looking at this book. And it was almost like I had this fresh set of eyes. I had a fresh view at the book. And I was able to notice a lot of things that I didn't like. I didn't like how this sounded. I don't like how this is laid out. I don't like these bullets. I don't like this. I don't like that. And I changed so much stuff. And then I freaked out again because I was like, oh my God, I've changed so much stuff in the book that I think I need to have an editor go through it again. And I didn't know what to do. I was like paralyzed with decision fatigue. Like, do I do I send it back to the editor? Do I just say, fuck it? 
and just rush through it and send it to the formatter. And I had to really think differently for this because I'm the type of person where I have no patience, one, two, I want to rush through everything. I am like a rusher. And the normal me would just be like, oh, I'll just send it to the formatter and I'll just fix it later. I'll just fix it another time. And I was like, no, Carrie, no, no, we're not going to do the same bullshit that you normally do. We're going to take our time with this because guess what? This is a big thing. It's going to be a big thing for you and you have to treat it like a big thing. Don't treat it like some little shitty thing that you're just going to rush through. There is no rush. There's no rush here. And that took me that took me like to focus on a different way of thinking and make a decision coming from a place of like my book is successful. If my book is successful, what would how would I have to act? What would I have to do? So you're kind of coming at the problem with a different lens of it is successful. Like if I was a millionaire, how would I be spending my time? How would I show up? If I was already making $3 million per year in sales, how would I show up? And you're going to show up differently. So I kind of had to stop and make myself think in that lens of my book is successful. Like I am successful. How do I show up for this? What do I do? What do I do differently? So I stopped and I just I took like a day to think. I remember I didn't have calls that week. I, it was like the perfect time for me to freak out because I didn't have to talk to people. I could just be. I could wallow in my bullshit that I was feeling. And I thought about it. And the next day I was like, no, I, I need to have an editor go through it. Like this is a big thing for me. I've spent so much time on this thing that it deserves the respect. So I reached back out to the editor that I found on Fiverr before and I just said, hey, um, I need to send – like, you've already edited the book. I did f- change a, quite a bit of things. Not a ton of things, but I did – I changed quite a bit. So, like, what offer should I order from you for you to read – like, edit my book again? And she basically gave me a discount. I think she gave me 50% off her editing service, and then I just paid for it again. And so, like, does it suck? Yeah. It, it does to have to pay for stuff repeatedly because you made a mistake. And this is my mistake. This is my mistake that I'm owning. It's not the formatter. It's not the editor. This is my mistake. And that's okay because you know what? It's my first time writing a book. And when you do something for the first time, you're going to make mistakes, especially when you don't have a coach, a mentor, someone that can help you to not make those mistakes. So long story short, I got it back from her last week. Then... Um, my husband in the meantime had gone through and, and, and made some edits and I don't know if you can see my dog. He is like, just give me that. He's like chewing a kid's toy and he's going to swallow it and it's going to get stuck in his system or something. So anyway, long story short, he gave, he gave me some edits and between chat GPT and Google, double checking his edits that he said, like, you know, using the word verse or versus. And I was like, oh, it's verse. And I chat GPT'd it and they said, no, versus is the correct word. Anyway, I I accepted those changes from him. I then took a couple days last week and just went through it again, multiple times going through, noticing different little like errors and typos and spacing things that needed to be changed. And finally, yesterday, I sent it back to the book formatter. 
And I think she's going to punch me in the face because I was supposed to send it back to her pretty quickly and it took like two weeks. But you know what? It's fine. I don't care. I, you know, I told her, look, I'm, it's it's going to come back to you. I promise. I just need a little bit more time. So anyway, long story short, um, it's been a journey <laughs> to write this book and I'm so proud of it. And here's the deal. OK, and I just want to mention the silver lining and then just quickly mention the three things and then let's wrap this up. The silver lining here is that if I had rushed through the process that first after the first editor and I had gone with that that draft at that point, it would not have been as good a, of a book, I think. Like I think taking the time and taking the last month and a half and just go through it again and again and again and again, having multiple pairs of eyes go through it making my own changes that I felt like I didn't agree with the editor or I didn't agree with this person. And I kept, you know, the change on my own or whatever. Um, I think I needed that extra time just to like take take a step back and then come back to it with a fresh outlook. And now I, I'm very confident about it. I'm very excited. It's going to be about 100 pages. And so it's a short book. I mean, it's not that's not a long business book, but I that was intentional. I wanted it to be short and snappy, short, snappy to the point, fluff free, because I think a lot of business books that I read, I'm like, oh, this is like dragging and dragging and dragging. And I just don't always have attention to, to go through this whole big thing. And I I really feel like sometimes books are it's like they put fluff in they fluff it up with like pages and pages and pages of stuff that isn't quite necessary and I think it's I feel like it's sometimes it's a way to get people to like buy like spend more money or something like that so I don't know so I wanted mine to be like short and snappy and to the point um so yeah so I'm I'm a lot more confident about it so going through that like breakdown helped me like it really helped me to show up in a different way and like think big in a sense and go with like my instinct like my instinct was telling me no go send it back to an editor again so it went through three editors technically and I could have just rushed through it I could have just sent it to that formatter and just been like oh whatever it's fine but it wasn't fine I knew in my heart that I wasn't happy with it I wasn't happy at that point, and I knew I needed to change things. And I think the normal me would have just been like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Just do it. It's fine. Just, like, rush through it, you know? So I'm proud of myself for doing that. And then let me just mention the three quick things. So what I just talked about is basically all of the things that I'm struggling with with this book. But I want to say the first, the first big thing has been self-doubt. So self-doubt has reared its ugly head throughout this process big time. So even when you're confident in, in your work, you're confident in your strategies. Like I'm confident in how I help people. I'm very confident in what I teach. Very, very confident. I'm confident in the frameworks of the book. Like this is what I'm teaching you in this book is like how I grew my product-based business to you know, 400K in sales in two and a half years with no staff, no team, no funding, literally just me being scrappy as hell. You know, I didn't do ads. I, I grew this loyal fucking base of customers who were obsessed with my brand. And 
I did so many things right. And I did a lot of things wrong too. Like I'm not saying that I did everything right. I'm not. But I did a lot of things right. And I treated my customers like gold from day one. I had this whole mentality of build a customer-centric brand. And I and I did from day one. And I I don't even know how I just knew to do that. I just it just happened. I was able to just really get these loyal customers. And that's kind of what I teach in the book. So I'm super confident in the frameworks and what I'm teaching. But like self-doubt has reared its head so badly throughout this process. And I think it's because a business book feels very personal. Like it feels personal to me. This is the most personal thing that I've done. And I think the thing is, is that when you put a book out into the world, like you really are opening the lion's den for the, you know, the people behind the keyboards that just want to trash you and say horrible things. And sorry, my computer just turned off. Yeah, it's like the people that sit behind the computers and kind of all that kind of stuff. So it can feel scary. Like it can feel scary knowing that like people could say horrible things. How am I going to react to that? How am I going to show up? How am I going to handle that? Because, you know, you can like I have decently thick skin at this point with business stuff. Um, Early on, I would have let a lot of things make me upset and make me like, well, I'm not going to show up anymore, you know, but you kind of just learn to like it's you deal with the territory because if you're going to show up on a business, you're going to put yourself on YouTube, you're going to put videos out there like you get used to people being rude. You get used to saying people making fun of your appearance or co- making saying comments about your weight or um, saying, oh, that video is stupid. Like people are fucking assholes and you have to learn how to filter that shit out. But it doesn't mean it's easy to do, you know? So this has made, this has brought out a lot of self-doubt with me. And in particular, two weeks ago, basically after I was done with the writing part of the book, the self-doubt came out the strongest because then it feels like, okay, I'm I'm headed towards the finish line. And then it's like, oh my God, am I good enough? Will people like it? Are people going to hate it? Am I going to get horrible reviews? you know, who am I to write this? What have I done? I'm not good enough. Like you literally start going through the whole like A to Z of like insults that you're trying to tell yourself. And I think it's just because when you're doing something big, it feels like you're like one half of your brain is like the adventurer. Like one half of your brain is the confident one. And they're like, no, you can do it. You can do hard stuff. You got it. And the other half of your brain is like, just trying to keep you safe all the time, all the time. So when you are showing up in a bigger way and doing something really big and that's really, really hard, I think it's normal for that safe part of your brain to just be rearing its head at that point. Like, no, I I don't think you should do this. Nope. We're going to go, we're going to retreat back in like a little turtle going back in its shell. You know, we're going to, we're going to go in there and stay cozy and warm. We're not going to we're not going to like expose ourselves to the danger. So anyway, I think it's totally normal. And after just going through those steps of like really thinking like how if I am successful, my business is like a bestseller, you know, who knows if it would be, but you have to think like that. And when you think like that, you show up differently, you make decisions in a different way. And I really had to show up for myself. And 
I think it's normal to go through these things when, when you're doing anything, whether it's writing a book or it is, I don't know, anything, like any big thing in life that you want to go through, like you're going to have the self-doubt. So that's been number one for me, the biggest challenge so far. The second the second biggest challenge, I think, is the just like unclear, like unclear processes, unclear everything. Like just like when you go through something new for the first time, you don't know what to do. You don't know what you don't know. And like the amount of time I've wasted on stuff and the amount of time that if I had just worked with a coach or bought a course that maybe it could have got me time back and saved me stress. And like, I'm a huge advocate of investing in yourself. I have been in a mastermind, a membership, had mentors, been in group coaching programs, had one-on-one coaching literally for three years in a row. So the second I started my current business, I joined a mastermind that I couldn't afford. And then I joined another mastermind I couldn't afford. And it's sort of been like that the whole time. For whatever reason, with the book, I just was wanting to sort of do it on my own. And I, I don't really know why, but, you know, <laughs> it goes back to basically my whole philosophy and frame, like belief of just find someone who's already done it and figure out how you can learn from that person. And I should have that that that's been a mistake um, because I've now spent twice as much money on all these like editors and formatters because I've had to pay them multiple times where if I had just found someone to work with from the beginning, maybe I wouldn't have had to pay all these people. I wouldn't have had to go go through the headache and wasting time and having to repeat things if I had done them right the first time. So it's okay. Like it happens, but it can be frustrating, you know? So when I say unclear processes, like everything from like editing to knowing when it's time to move on to the next step. And just like right now, like I had to send it to the book formatter. I didn't know what to give her and I gave it to her in the wrong format. Um, and then I, and then basically <laughs> she sent it, when she sent it back to me, I was like, oh God, this font is, I hate that. I can't, I'm not publishing my book with this font. This font's hideous. I didn't say that to her. I just said, I don't like this font. Can we do something else? Like little does she know I am the font psycho. So she was like, oh, you can look at my past projects and you can choose something. So I chose one. And then I was like, oh, and actually, like, I really love what you did with this this book's, um, like the chapters, like the chapter page in the book is really a fun setup. I was like, I would love if you could do that, you know, on the next round. And she basically sent me a rude message back being like, you should have told me that up front. Blah, blah, blah. Like this lady does not like me at all. Like I really pissed her off. And I was like, well, I, I didn't, I didn't know. I just looked at this yesterday because you told me to look at your work to choose a new font. Don't, don't do a good job because you hate me. I'm sorry. Don't do a bad job of my formatting because you hate me. Um. Anyway, it's you know it's fine. But then like for example, I am now. Finally, now that I'm waiting for the formatting to be done, I'm now starting the process of the book cover. And Kat from Kitty Meow Boutique, um, who I mentioned before, like we, I have an accountability buddy, and that's Kat from Kitty Meow Boutique, and she's also going to be designing the book cover. So I'm so grateful. She's amazing, and the process of trying to figure out like the book cover stuff. Holy shit! Like the size, the bleed, the DPI. The thing on this has to be done and this thing and this and the spacing and the indents. And it's such a nightmare. This is like a nightmare. I don't like doing this kind of stuff. I don't like it at all. 
And I'm self-publishing on Amazon KDP, and I'm self-publishing on a platform called Ingram Spark, and they both have different like formatting things. So I'm just gonna hope for the best at this point. I'm gonna do the best I can, but like it is, this is a part of this is the kind of stuff that like really makes me want to rip my hair out. Honestly, is like dealing with formatting of stuff. And then, you know, I dealt with this with my kid's book that I wrote, The Boy Who Chose Adventure, which is a self-published children's book. It's a picture book. It's beautiful, I have to say. Thank you to Doc's Design, Kayla and her team who illustrated it for me. But um, I went through the process with that of the formatting and the cover and it's, it's kind of a nightmare. It's not fun at all. And I wish that this time around it was a little bit easier, but it's just as confusing, honestly. Um, so it's just like the unknown, the unknown, the unclear things. And you just wish you had someone that you could just message. Like I have one-on-one clients where they will Voxer message me. So Voxer is an app that you can use on your phone. It's free. And it's basically like, they call it like a walkie-talkie. So you can send voice messages. You can send images, video clips, like everything. So I talk to clients on that, you know, not every single day, but, you know, quite often. And we just go back and forth. They have questions. I answer them. So it's like the clients pay for that support, that ongoing on-demand support that they can get when they're stuck with something in their business, I can help them quickly. And I wish that I could have had that for this book. I think I would have finished it six months ago. (laughs) Um, But like you don't know what you don't know, you know, and in the end, um, if I do this again, I'm going to say I'll do it again because I already have another idea for the next book. <laughs> but I would hi- I would find uh, someone to help me. I would hire a coach or I would hire someone just to give me that support that I need. The last challenge I have dealt with with writing this book has been the editing part. And when I say editing, I'm I'm kind of like saying editing slash writing part. So I started the process of this in 2022, maybe in eight. Uh, April or March, maybe loosely. And I, I, I was very cognizant that like, I don't want to download 100 freebies. I don't want to do a 100 different trainings. I want to kind of just find one person I can just learn from about this book thing, and just learn from one person. So even though I didn't join his courses, I, I, okay, I, with that said, I did watch one person's webinar. And and then I basically found a podcast from Pat Flynn, who is like one of my absolute idols. Smart Passive Income. Pat Flynn has written like, I don't know, multiple books. I've only read ha- I've only read half of one of his books like years ago. Um, I probably need to read the rest of his books, but he's amazing. And basically what he said to do was to basically take each chapter of your book and write it out as like you're doing a blog post and not get fixated on the constant editing. Because when you're constantly editing, like you're constantly rewriting and rewriting and rewriting, you're not like brain dumping enough to make it good, basically. And I didn't so I so that's sort of the framework that I took was like write every chapter like a blog post. That's kind of what I did. But I spent so much time editing instead of just like letting stuff flow out of my brain and writing it down, like brain dumping everything. I spent too much time constantly editing, constantly going back and editing, 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 going to the coffee shop, sitting there for two hours and just editing the same thing over and over and over again. 
And it just was really challenging. It was so challenging. So this was in November. So November, I was like, okay, I'm going to finish in November. I didn't finish. And then it was December. And it was just like, I don't know. I just feel like I needed a break. So I took a break and then I came back to it in January. I sat down in the coffee shop the first week in January. My calendar was cleared so I could like wrap this thing up. I sat down in the coffee shop. I opened the book up and it was like I had this like visceral reaction to the book where I was like, you're ready. You're ready to send this to an editor. I can't. We can't work on this anymore, Carrie. Like, we're done. Okay, we're done. Let's wrap it up. Okay, wrap it the fuck up. It's time to find your editor. So I kind of went through it one more time, made some changes. And then I found the first book editor on Fiverr. Um, A friend of mine wrote a business book and she gave me her editor from Fiverr. And I that one didn't work out, but I found a different person. And I was like, well, she looks great. She has great reviews. I'm just going to give it a shot. You know, I know people bash Fiverr. Um, and, you know, I've heard horror stories from Fiverr. And I've, you know, had some good experiences, some not so good. But I was like, oh, I don't know. Let's just go for it. So anyway, and so like I just like wasn't – I was ready to like move to the next step because sometimes I think you don't know when you should stop. When is it enough when is the editing enough? Like, when do you stop? You could sit there for years going back and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting. It's like, oh my God, it makes my brain like spin right now thinking about it. So anyway, um, the writing and editing part was was challenging for me. I spent months just going back to the same stuff and just redoing it. And unfortunately, I read this amazing tip of information when it was too late. Uh, I actually heard this tip, I think, in November. So right before I was like done with the writing, um, it was Pat Flynn. And he said, take like a recorder or like a phone recorder or something and record instead of writing everything out like a blog post or writing everything out, talk like talk into a microphone or something and talk about those ideas. And then you have the transcript for it. And I was like, oh, my God. If I had done that, I probably would have finished this six months ago because I'm much better at talking through something than I am with writing it out. And so that for me was almost it's not like a mistake, but it was just information I got at the wrong time. I was already done with the writing like I was already I already had the bulk of it done. I just needed to refine it. So anyway, so just things like that are just challenges that I faced with this book over the last year. And I'm not complaining. I have so much gratitude towards this, towards this whole project of writing a book. Um, I know it's going to be huge for me. It's going to be huge for my business. It's a big milestone for me. And I'm really, really grateful. I'm very, very grateful. Um, One of my good friends, Leanne, the owner of Pure Earth Pets, Leanne Baum, she's like one of the reasons why I wrote this to begin with. She, I don't know if she sent, I think she sent me a book um, years ago called something passive income. I forgot the title of the book. And I read the book and I was like, oh my God, this book was amazing. And we somehow just started talking about books and book writing and things like that. And she wrote a business book and she wrote a children's book. So she kind of inspired me to write the children's book. And then, in fact, I had come up with the business book idea two, uh, two years ago, New Year's Eve of 20, was it 2020 or 2021? It was two years ago, New Year's Eve, and I think I had talked to her the day before or the night before. I forget. I forget the time frame. Anyway, here, I'm giving way too much information. But anyway, I wrote the outline of the book that day, and then it sat 
dormant in my Google Doc for an entire year. And then last year, I just one day I was like, I was ready to work on it. It's weird how that stuff happens. It, it truly is. But she's definitely been a driving force like of inspiration for me. So I just want to give her a, a shout out because she's amazing. And she's been on the podcast twice. Um, her recent episode was, I think it was in, came out in January or February of 2023. And it's basically like, how do you know when it's right to go forward with a new business idea? So she's like the business ideas queen. So we are like, Yin and yang. She's amazing. So anyway, I just wanted to share this. I wanted to kind of take you behind the scenes and walk you through real challenges that that people face and I think yet don't always talk about. And for me, being transparent is very important. I always want to be transparent about things, especially when it's something like this where a lot of you might a lot of you might want to do this too. And I love that. I'm obsessed with I don't know, like if I can help inspire someone or not even inspire, but like if I can help another person feel like they can do something like this too, then my job is done here. You know, that's that's really what I want. Like I love hearing other people like, you know, you did this so I can do it too. Or like, I don't know, whatever it is. The amount of people who've who've asked me about the children's book, like I kind of want to write a kid's book. Like, how did you do it? What, you know, what did you do for this? And it's just like I love that so much. It makes me so happy. So I wanted just to kind of pull the curtain away or whatever the hell the expression is and just talk through what it's been like writing it. What are the things I struggled with? Because the things I'm struggling with are things that you might struggle with too. So you might listen to this and be like, I'm going to do a business book. But you know what? Thanks for the tip, Carrie. I'm going to make sure that I take a fucking recorder and voice record these chapters and I won't have to sit there and type them out. So anyway... I hope you like this episode. If you do, definitely let me know. Hit me up on Instagram and tell me that you like the episode and tell me if you want to write a business book. I know you're out there listening and you're like, I have this idea, but I'm afraid to do it or I'm scared to do it or I don't think it's a good idea. Please tell me. You have to do it. And my homework for you is to, after you listen to this episode, if you are someone who has been thinking about doing a book, then I want you to wrap up this episode. Please leave me a five-star review on Apple iTunes. <laughs> Please. Um, I'm always looking for more reviews. It helps the podcast get pushed out to more people. So I really appreciate if you could take a minute if you haven't left a review and just leave a quick one, five stars for good karma. Um, but I want you, I invite you, I'm going to say the word invite. I'm inviting you to take some action. What could you do to get started today. If that's literally opening up your phone and writing, brain dumping your ideas on the notepad in your phone, or if you're sitting at a laptop right now, just starting a Google Drive, start a Google Drive, create a new one and say my book, and then write out your ideas. What are your top five book ideas? Done. Like take some action. If you have been interested in doing something like this, take action. Like you will not regret it, you know? All right, my friends. I hope you like this episode. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.